0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to Wrestling with Jonas. This is the wrestling podcast for wrestling fans. My name is Half Decent, and today I'm here with... Heather. And Heather has been on this podcast before. This is my first time. I'm extremely excited uh, to be involved in this podcast. I listen every single week. Jonas has actually given me the privilege to talk about one of my favorite wrestling events of the year, uh, Wrestle Kingdom, uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling. Every single year, they pack out the Tokyo Dome and... Put on an amazing event that showcases all of the stuff that New Japan are known for. Um, that's what myself and Heather will be talking about today. Yeah. Uh, what are your thoughts on Wrestle Kingdom and New Japan in general?
1: Oh, I love it. Absolutely love it. Um, meeting um, Cody at the Fight Forever promotion that I went to um, with Jonas when we went out last time. Loved meeting Cody. Got to um, touch the United States Championship that he had. Right, yeah um, So that was an amazing moment So I was really looking forward to, uh, to watching him at Wrestle Kingdom I always look forward to watching Kenny Omega um, Okada is another standout for me um, As you said, great place to showcase different styles um, true, true fans of technical wrestling will absolutely love this
0: and the good thing about New Japan as well is there's actually different um, factions. Uh, there's there's the elite, there's the Bullet Club. Uh, there, there's so much going on that everybody actually has their own style, their own uh, their own kind of theme of how they wrestle. And if you if you've never seen any kind of New Japan before, any Wrestle Kingdom is a good way to get involved. And also, it's the first wrestling event of the year. Exactly. It's, it's always the 4th of January. It's always at the Tokyo Dome, and it's always a pleasure to watch. So, um, what we've decided to do instead of breaking down every single match or um, tell you about the entire event, we thought we would give you our top five picks of what you should watch if you've not had a chance to check out Wrestle Kingdom. So, um, yeah, let's just get straight into it.
1: At number five uh, was the Rev Pro British Heavyweight Championship with Tomohiro Ishii and Zack Sabre Jr. Um, so we're always, always big fans of uh, this this championship. Um, love to watch British-style um, wrestling whenever we can. Um, now, in this matchup, Sabre will not only look to represent Britain by claiming the Red Pro title, but also bring it back to the Suzuki Gun stable, of which he is a part.
0: 40,000 people at the Tokyo Dome watching this, the largest crowd for a a British heavyweight match, which which is quite incredible in itself, just to have that. So for all the UK wrestling fans, this is actually a really big moment and a big match to watch. Um, What did we see in this match?
1: Well, it kind of started off... um, with, you know, in true kind of British wrestling wrestling style, Zach Sabre Jr. working on Ishii's arm early on and it started to tell the story really, really well. Uh, but Ishii showed us what a massive powerhouse he is, and he was constantly coming back um at Zach, kind of giving him everything he got. So between the two of them, um, it was a great bout, I think, between the two of them.
0: I think Zach was really good at um showing how clinical he can be. Yeah. Um there's uh there's been rumors going around that uh, Ishii actually had a, an injured arm for a long time and it may not have recovered from that injury. Oh, so for Zach to come in and start work on that arm really early, it, it definitely showed that there was a uh, uh, that Zach had something to prove. Um, and in the press press conferences before the event, he was saying that he was going to end this match in 60 seconds. Um, everybody thought that was just ridiculous Who's do that? ridiculous to say. Yeah. But within 60 seconds of the match, I was. I actually thought he was going to win it. I thought that was how they were going to do it. It was. It looked it was, like that. It was indeed. so intense, and he was so clinical on the arm that you thought there was going to be an early submission, but it it kind of played into a factor throughout the entire night. As you said, uh, Ishii was really pushing forward. Um, very
1: physical match between the two of them.
0: Very physical, very physical indeed. And uh, Ishii has is always had that like just won't stop yeah. fight to him. And uh, that definitely uh, kind of made it a really good title defense for him. Um, however, unfortunately uh, he did lose the title um, to Zack Sabre Jr. with a, with an excellent kind of submission at the end where Sabre oh, yeah. Jr. was so pr- brutal. pulling on the arms and you could see issues face. He was just, uh, he just had to quit. He had to quit. Yeah. So um, it, it was a really good match. Uh, a great one to watch, especially if you're a British wrestling fan. Um, highly recommend this match. Um and a really big thing for Rev Pro as well. They've got um, they've got a lot of good things coming up uh, in the next year. So it's a really good good thing for them to get on Wrestle Kingdom and show what they can do with their top guys.
1: Absolutely. Um. So moving on to number four on our top five is uh, you know, maybe one of my favorites. It's Kazuchika Okada versus Jay White. Now, what a ride these two guys have had over the last year.
0: Well, Okada is one of the reasons why I really enjoy watching Wrestle Kingdom. And this is the first time that I can actually remember in him not being in a title match and not being in the main event. So this is actually kind of a big deal um, that Okada isn't going for a title, but it probably meant so much more because absolutely. There's quite a lot of a backstory on this one, and Okada has been trying to get his hands on Jay White for a while now. Okada's long-term mentor and manager turned his back on him to go for Jay White instead, and say, you know, Jay White is the future of of New Japan, and you're not. um It's a big yeah, deal.
1: Absolutely. After being the kind of the guy at that level in New Japan for such a long time, and to have a mentor be with you um for, for the number of years um that ghetto was you know okada it was it was like losing a body part it was like losing losing your reason so you know he switched it up completely after that he joined chaos he dyed his hair red you know but when we saw him in this matchup he'd gone back to blonde and and he was his kind of former former self that you would expect to see at a big matchup like this he
0: definitely went back to to his basics and yeah. who he truly was and um th- th- this match was incredible yeah. um It it kind of brought a little bit of the um, New Japan versus Bullet Club scenario that we've seen Okada in recently, kind of when he fights Omega and things like that. Jay is kind of the future of wrestling was the the kind of theme that came here. Even Um, though he's
1: a massive hero, he's really got, he's got all of that ahead of him.
0: Yeah. Yeah and, and Okada was really the fan favorite tonight and we've oh, often yeah. uh, we've often seen him in in kind of main events where it's been the crowd has been split and it's been a bit 50-50 um and people would be cheering for Omega and then Okada or N- Naito and um it was such a it was such a good um it was so good to see Okada still have such a big following with the New Japan crowd.
1: Absolutely, they love to watch him. You he, know,
0: he's still their guy.
1: The best uh, drop kick in the world, right? The rainmaker. The guy's got you know finishing moves all over the shop. He's incredible.
0: Well, this is where this match really came out because we got to see five um, drop kicks, all quite close to to each other. We mm-hmm. saw several tombstone power drivers as well, which are another um, great thing that Okada does excellently. Um, a little bit of involvement outside of the ring as well yeah. and um kind of fighting in the crowd and fighting um around the announced tables it, it was a there was a match full of spots but no rainmaker in no this rainmaker. match no rainmaker no rainmaker from Okada oh. which 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 actually kind of ended the match um in a point where uh he he hit a spinning rainmaker which was uh very nice um in its execution but jay white managed to pull it off and actually land his finisher to beat Okada in this match and it was kind of an abrupt finish but the way that they were going back and forth with so many near falls towards the end of the match I did not know who was going to win and I actually thought Okada was going to get his revenge in this match, he didn't
1: I, I didn't think he was. I thought that they were gonna no. push Jay. No, I I as much as I love watching Okada, I thought, you know what, he is he's such a great storyteller and he's such a great lifter of other talent.
0: He's not afraid to put someone else over. He's not, and no. I definitely think that's what we saw yeah. at Wrestle Kingdom. He he gave Jay White everything he needed to prove that Jay White is the future um and someone to watch. So
1: can't wait to see what happens next.
0: Yeah. It was such a great, such a great match. I don't think this is the end of it though. I don't think this is the end of their feud. Um, kind of hoping for, uh, this feud to continue myself as well. So, yeah. Uh, yeah it was it was a really good match and uh that's why we've kept it on our uh, our top 5 to listen. Yeah, to, um, who cares
1: that it wasn't for a championship. It was that good anyway.
0: Yeah, it was excellent. Um,
1: the next one on our list however, number 3 is for the Never Open Weight Championship. It was Kota Ibushi versus Will Ospreay. Uh, now, Ibushi holding the championship at the moment. Um I mean this was um on a card featuring matches that could end up being remembered as epic. This Never Open Weight title could possibly steal the show we weren't sure what to expect but well
0: story it, it just, just starting off this was actually the first match on the main card so this was the opening of Wrestle Kingdom and uh, they just they had something to prove here Will Ospreay himself had something to prove here and Abushi uh, and Ospreay always had great exchanges in the past and this is great Ospre- chemistry this is Ospreay moving up in a division a bit so that he can move up in weight it was a brutal match
1: for someone who's just coming off of a rib injury, you know, Osprey really, you know, he really showed that, you know, he, he's an incredible strong style performer.
0: He came in with a little bit of nerves. He came in yeah. as the underdog. Um, it came in almost like he didn't know what to expect in a big fight kind of atmosphere. Um, somewhere as big as the Tokyo Dome can can be a little bit nerve wracking for some of these uh wrestlers as they come up. And really, I just think there was a lot of moments where he just proved it wasn't going to be a problem for him moving forward. He really stood out and really showed what strong style is all about.
1: And that's one of the reasons that we love watching Wrestle Kingdom so much and that this Wrestle Kingdom meant so much to them both. You know, Ibushi and Ospreay have a great history. The the, the kind of most exciting thing about this match and what gave this so much heart and passion and probably saw Will Ospreay through the match him gaining in confidence was the fact that he's idolized Ibushi his whole wrestling career and his whole life. He he seeks to maybe not imitate Ibushi, but to make him proud as his hero.
0: Well, yeah. Ospreay, um said that at the age of 15, Ibushi was his dream opponent. So to actually get to fight him at Wrestle Kingdom now for the Open Weight Championship is just a dream come true for him. And we did see his emotion get the best we of him. Did. Um, he did get a little bit more Um, aggressive and there were so many near falls in this match it could have just went either way Um, but there was a definite Abushi showing the shades of Nakamura um, who was his idol so there was this two layers there there was this heritage sort of feeling going on where they had their idols that they idolized and they wanted to fight them and and that was exactly what what this felt like again
1: but it wasn't all uh fun and games was it no
0: there was a moment towards the end of the match where abushi abushi's head hit the the ring post but kind of as he was on the top rope so his head went forward and he banged his head on on the post now i don't think this was planned no. um it was confirmed that kind of after the match, that he was concussed. He suffered a concussion from this. Um, But as soon as his head hit the post, you could see that it almost looked like he broke his nose and there was blood coming from his mouth. It was actually quite a brutal thing to see in the opening of Wrestle Kingdom, the first match, um, of the night. It's not
1: known for its bloodthirstiness, you know. Despite what we might know about you know Japanese death matches and stuff, it's not <laughs> like that in Wrestle Kingdom usually.
0: No, it was uh, it was interesting to see this, and uh, also to see the referee actually concerned yep. um, for Ibushi as well. And uh, Osprey also didn't hold back, um, and- which is
1: why we didn't know if it was real or not. Because we thought, okay, if Osprey's going for it, maybe you know, maybe it's a little bit of pageantry.
0: Well, yeah, I, who knows really, like uh, only the two people in the ring will not, or the three people in the ring will mm. really know, but everybody did look concerned. There was this uh kind of sense of of worry and particularly when Osprey ended by he kind of gave a forearm to the back of the head of Abushi mm. and Abushi was completely out cold and Osprey still continued uh to do his finisher. Yeah. And and then you know, the match was over. Will Osprey now the new champion? In incredible fashion,
1: he ran off that that ring so quickly, and there was there was you know, Ibushi on a stretcher. I thought to myself oh, God, you know, Ospreys just killed his hero. you know
0: well, what a story. He, it, <laughs> was, it
1: was amazing and and that's why we want to see them. we want to see them fight again. They well, need to fight again. Well,
0: I think this was uh definitely what th- if there was any doubts that this this year's wrestle Kingdom was going to be worth watching, it the first match was worth it alone. Just immediately watching that first match really set the tone for the evening and made you realise that this is this is different. This is New Japan Pro Wrestling. This is Wrestle Kingdom. This is why they do what they do. And they proved that they do it amazingly in that first bout. They so. absolutely did.
1: Finishing Move Limited. Specialising in simple, stylish and versatile items to elevate your everyday. Check out their Instagram at Limited and find their elevated essentials range at finishingmovelimited.com. That brings us to number two on our list. Um, See, that's only the third match. There's two more to go. Um, Number two was for the IWGP Intercontinental Championship with our boy Chris Jericho, uh, current champion versus Tetsuya Naito. Again, these guys tell a great story. A little bit of background on this?
0: Yeah, I mean, there's been... Uh, A lot of uncertainty as to what Jericho's actually doing in wrestling, um, (laughs) I, I, I think is the best way to say it. But definitely for the last year, the last two years even, he's given wrestling fans a really interesting ride where he can be at wwe he can be at new japan he can hold a title he can go to all in he can have his own cruise ship of wrestling he can still be in a rock band and he's got it all right he he turns up to wrestlemania in a scarf like he does everything (laughs) that people want to see he does and more but he somehow managed to really reinvent himself in recent years and come up with this kind of a little bit more uh, social media-driven Chris Jericho. Yeah. One of the
1: things I really like about Jericho and Naito's feud is kind of how much back and forth they have. I like that they're using social media to taunt each other. I like that, um, you know, if you've got New Japan World, then you can you can kind of watch their taunts online. That's great fun. Um, and you kind of see a new side to Naito with it as well.
0: Um, but the real testament for this is the fact that this was the most talked about match le- leading yeah. up to Wrestle Kingdom um, amongst wrestling fans and casual wrestling fans as well a lot of people knew that this was going down a lot of people knew this was happening this this is a testament to what chris jericho is currently doing for wrestling and also for new japan pro wrestling so really good to see him defend the title even though he said he wouldn't yeah as well (laughs) he said he wouldn't fight he wouldn't give him a rematch because he felt that he didn't deserve it so there was a little bit of uh question marks there as to why it actually happened but they both hate each other, so they they ran at it and gave it they their all. They love each
1: other, really. <laughs> you can tell. They do. And it's because they have fun with it. They, I think at the end of the day, when you're watching a match between the two of them, they are enjoying themselves.
0: Yeah. Yeah, they are. Yeah.
1: And this is an ODQ match, so this one was a lot of fun to watch as well.
0: Well, yeah, and, and this this match actually started um, out of the ring. They, they were wrestling all around the place, and uh, Jericho was doing his antics of picking up the camera and <laughs> uh, kind of being cameraman and ring announcer at the same time. And uh, there was even a point where he rang the bell to say that the match is over. I've, I've I've killed him. I've killed him. (laughs) Uh, It's over. Um, But really there's a lot of back and forth here. A lot of close calls. Um, A lot of times when I watch Jericho now, I do wonder if he's in a no DQ match because he doesn't have it anymore. Maybe he doesn't have the athleticism. I remember from the WCW in the attitude era, but then he pulls off a lion salt that, his textbook and sure look, is. Look, looks incredible so yes. he's proving that he's still got a place in wrestling
1: yeah part of the mystery of jericho is that you never really know what he's doing or, or kind of why he's doing it but you have so much fun watching him it doesn't matter
0: and it, there was a lot of close counts in this match as well and um uh, there was even a lot of use of kendo sticks and chairs um some bits where uh, Chris Jericho actually brought in loads of chairs um, from the outside of the ring. Eight um,
1: chairs from underneath the ring it was. It was Eight yeah, chairs. Yeah, he had five and he was like, no, that's not enough, I'll get three more.
0: <laughs> and uh, that ended up badly for him because he ended up be, uh, being DDT'd onto a pile <laughs> of the chairs.
1: <laughs> it's his own fault.
0: And uh, yeah, how did this match end, Heather?
1: Well, you know, this ended with Jericho um, obviously being DDT'd onto the pile of chairs um, and um, Naito hit a code breaker for a near fall. And it continued on like that for a little while, um, and we didn't know what was going to happen. Um, there was quite
0: a dramatic ending where they were going back and forth with uh, close falls, and then, and then the belt was picked up.
1: Oh, I'd see when this happened, I was just like, "What are you doing, Naito?" <laughs> Naito picked up the belt, and then he hit Jericho with it, and then he threw it out of the ring, and I was like, "You don't even care about this belt that you're <laughs> fighting for. What are you doing?" But in the end, he hit his finisher, and he won the match. So
0: it was a great match, uh, definitely. Um, worthy of of our uh, number two choice if you're going to go back and watch Wrestle Kingdom I thought it was the second best match on the card excellent to see Jericho still offer something completely different especially on a card that has so much diversity on it already for him to come in and and deliver that was great the future of Jericho who knows but the fact that the title is now back uh, with Naito is going to be really interesting for his future
1: Absolutely. Yeah, I always love watching Naito and, um, you know, can't wait to see what he does next. But last but not least for us, the number one pick of the night had to be the main event. It was the main event. It was the IWGP Heavyweight Championship. Kenny Omega, the champion versus Hiroshi Tanahashi, the veteran. Now, what a match. What a story.
0: Kenny Omega is just flawless in everything he does uh, in the ring he is one of the best wrestlers around at the moment every single time he hits a move it is perfect it is so perfect and it's just a joy to watch no matter who he's facing tanahashi has a lot to offer and really proved that at the age of 42 he still had a reason to be in the main event
1: absolutely absolutely and that was why he was there you know he was there to say to kenny and everybody else Look, I'm I'm not over the hill. I'm not irrelevant. I am as good as you are, if not better, and I'm just going to show you how.
0: Kenny Omega's he- been champion for a year now. He won he won the title yeah. last year at Wrestle Kingdom, and now Tanahashi wants to win his eighth championship. So that shows the difference in in kind of experience there of being a champion. But Omega's journey to the title was so long that everyone felt like he should have had it a long time before. But they just went at each other the whole match. Oh,
1: yeah, they did. They, they weren't really pulling any punches, were they? Um, and, th- and so they should um, have done. You know, um, the, the story was great. The execution of the moves was fantastic from both of them. Body slams onto the announce table, um, slamming into the edge of the ring, moonsaults off of the railings. Um, would you say more of a menacing Omega?
0: Yeah, Omega did get to a point where it's, it seemed like he... There, there were moments where it wasn't that he just wanted to win the match. It was like he wanted to end Tanahashi's career. Um, which, which
1: makes sense.
0: Yeah, I think that's what he was trying to do. He was trying to really be the Terminator and,
1: yeah. and
0: get him out of there for, for good. Um,
1: I've won the title. You don't need to be here anymore. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you've already got seven.
0: And uh, yeah, I've, I thought it was incredible the way he was doing it. And, um, you know, we had a lot of the, the main spots that we would usually see in some of the...